Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Beneath Vancouver Radio. It's been a very, very long time. Uh, last time I published an episode was in end of November, I believe. Uh, and a lot has changed, obviously, since then. As you can see on video, we are in person. I'm very happy to be here with Tim. Tim, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm fantastic. It's good to to actually record a podcast in person and right? not, uh, through a computer screen. I love yeah. it. Well, Tim knows a little bit about podcasting and he has his own and I'll let him share a little bit about that uh, further down the road. But before we begin, um, I just wanted to kind of quickly debrief as to kind of what happened those last couple of months. So uh, I got a little bit fatigued with the Zoom and everything like that and just wanted to take a step back and really reflect what direction I wanted the podcast to go. Um, I actually used to do these in person before the beginning of the pandemic, but obviously due to that, had to switch over to remote. So we're back. We're back and um, got some new equipment as well to try to make this audio quality a little bit more crisp for the listeners. But um, I'm excited. I'm excited to be here with Tim. I'm excited to chat about certain things that we're going to go over. But uh, that's enough about me. I'm going to hand it over to Tim, kind of let him introduce himself a little bit. And uh, while, while you introduce yourself, Tim, as well, why don't you think of the question of who are you today? Yeah, that's a good question. I was uh, asking my wife last night, <laughs> like, who am I? And uh, that led to an interesting conversation. But, you know, I, I guess just technically, I, I have an opportunity to lead a small team at a digital publication called People Managing People. Mm -hmm. That's where, you know, I podcast, we find um, amazing contributors to our digital publication. And um, we're on mission to help build a better world of work. Everything we do is focused around that mission around mm -hmm. that purpose. Um, but who am I? Uh, first thing that came to mind was I'm man, I'm, I'm flawed and I'm figuring it out. Yeah. You know, I'm still going through life and still trying to figure out who am I? What am I trying to do? Uh, the impact I, I want to leave and the legacy I want to leave for, for my kids. But, uh, yeah, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm a believer. And one thing that, uh, people don't know about me is, is I'm technically disabled. But oh, okay. uh, by looking at me, you would, you'd never tell. And so that's, that's just something I'm also passionate about is mm -hmm. the invisible disabilities right. uh, that uh, really so important. many of us live with and, and we don't talk enough about. But so that's who, who I am. No, I love it, Tim. So let's backtrack a little bit, obviously, digital publication and everything along those lines. And um, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode as well, you have your own podcast. Um, you know, it's always nice to chat with other other podcasters. And we chatted a couple months ago before we before we were able to to finally hop on and, and, and do this podcast in person. But why don't you share to to the listeners and everyone at home right now who's tuning in or wherever you are um, about your podcast a little bit and sort of, you know, what it's about, because I think it's really interesting. And I think it's also a topic that maybe some people might find interesting or find interesting, especially in this sort of ever changing workplace as well. Yeah, uh, as mentioned, our purpose is to build a better world of work. And so our podcast is really focused on that purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that I've just personally wanted to disrupt with our publication is it's a little obscure, but I, I tell people I want to put the how into the what and the why. Mm -hmm. So often business publications tell you what's wrong with the world, what's wrong with business and why it's wrong. So a lot of data and sort of touch on the, on the reasons or the ways on how to fix it. Like, right. Oh, our teams don't trust us. So we need to build more trust. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? Yeah, exactly. And all so these buzzwords coming in, right? Buzzwords and uh, things that make us all sound really, really smart. 
So what we aim to do with our publication, especially with the podcast, is how. Right. You know, I don't want to talk at a 10,000 foot level. I want to talk at the, the ground level. How do we do this? Right. I, just recently, I had a guest on uh, who's the CEO of an employee engagement uh, software company. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about his product, but we talked about how. And a simple thing like a thank you. Right. How do we recognize people? Don't just walk around the office or through Slack and just say thank you to anybody and everybody. But let's talk about how and how that impact really drives employee recognition and drives happiness and drives commitment in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So that's just an example of of one episode. And, and right now we're releasing an episode a week. It's a lot of work. Wow. Yeah. Uh, been there and done that. It's, it's not easy. So kudos to you. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it, we have no shortage of guests who are asking to be on the podcast and share mm-hmm. their story. But again, um, it's gotta be rich insights into how, right. And even our publication, anybody that submits uh, a, an article pitch, it's, it's okay. How is this going to help build a better world of work? Right. Uh, we recently launched an interview series, a written interview series, and seeing tremendous success through that. Um, we can't keep up with the submissions, <laughs> to be honest, on because people of all levels in the organization, like, sure, we want to hear from the CEOs, mm-hmm. but I also want to hear from the individual contributors. Right. I want to know what's going on at the ground level mm-hmm. um, and and hear from everyone on how we can build a better world to work. because. The data supports that the world of work is broken. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just recently saw stats of job numbers in the U.S. and people quitting their jobs. Like I think recently, a few months ago, over four million people quit their jobs. Wow, that's insane. That's four crazy. Million. That is pretty wild. And and I guess so. just to quickly interject there, would you say that's more of people being, I guess, at the very high level, macro level, just unhappy? Or, or, I mean, you could also spin that in different ways. Could be unhappy with the culture, could be unhappy with the pay, could be unhappy with your boss, et cetera. But what, why do you think that there's such a rise? And because I think, you know, I haven't seen the stats myself. I'm not a stats person when it comes to that. But, um, you know, people are starting to leave their jobs even within like my social circle and understanding that there might be a, either a better opportunity elsewhere or mm-hmm. whether they're taking that jump is to maybe start their own business, whatever the case might be. So, yeah, well, I'm curious to maybe hear your thoughts a little bit and pick your brain in terms of to why that phenomenon yeah. is, is kind of going on right now. Well, that's uh, I, I was curious about that as well. So <laughs> curiosity is one of my core values. And so what did we do? We launched a survey right. and uh, we, we've called it the I quit survey. Okay. And it's a fully anonymous survey and the results um, that are coming in. It, I, I almost feel like it's therapy for some people <laughs> Probably, where yeah. uh, I, I don't sure how to fully analyze it yet because it's a long form survey. But uh, at first glance, the reason why people are leaving is is a combination of things. Sure. Some people leave for pay. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, you know, if we got to pay our people, yep, got to pay people fair. And, uh, but we also have to treat people fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a book that I love called Primed to Perform. Uh, and they talk about the three things that we need to provide people in the workplace. And right. it's play, purpose, and potential. And I okay. can, at first glance, almost map every single reason why people leave is because they're not, there's, there's no potential. Mm-hmm. 
right? There's, hey, I've been doing this job for a year, two years. There's no opportunity to move up. Right. Uh, there's no play. It's boring. It sucks. <laughs> there's no fun in my job. And, um, and there's no purpose. You know, us as humans, I think we're, at least in my opinion, we're driven by a purpose, sure. whether it's a higher purpose or whatever that purpose is. And if there's no purpose to your job, you know, people are seeking that. And, and the pandemic, one of the gifts of the pandemic has been opportunity to maybe start your own thing. Yeah. But also, hey, I don't want to commute anymore. So mm -hmm. I'm going to go find something uh, where I can be fully remote, fully or, remote yeah. or hybrid. So, so I think as employers, man, if, if you're still operating in this world without a purpose, without driving that down to the employee level, to the frontline level, mm -hmm. you're missing out. Yeah. And I agree as well. Like when it comes to the purpose side, I think obviously I like um, creating this podcast for a purpose, you know, beneath Vancouver is, was for a purpose and continues to be for a purpose. And, um, you know, that comes in, as you said, in different shapes, sizes, forms, et cetera. I'm curious as to, because a lot of my audience members are roughly around like maybe early, early adults, 18 to, I would say, I think the demographics say 18 to 24, mm -hmm. roughly, give or take. Um, obviously within that age range, there's different things going on. You're probably just entering university or about to leave university or have already left near, mm -hmm. the, near the end of that kind of age range. So what would you tell to those individuals who are maybe, you know, about to graduate right now? We're recording this in the middle of May, you know, um, university graduations, I think is around middle of May as well, if not early June. Uh, what would you tell to those people that are looking for their first career or first yeah, job out of university to kickstart their career? that are maybe sometimes not thinking, as you said, about the values or about the purpose for these companies? What would you recommend for them to look for? Maybe even ask the certain questions during their interviews um, and maybe find a way to potentially navigate that to, to help find a company that resonates with them. I think it's a, it's a great question. It's a fundamental question. And mm -hmm. I remember trying to figure this out. I, I went to school later on in life. And, and so I had a little bit of understanding of what I wanted to do. but. I think first off is you got to look at inside, right. inside yourself. What are you passionate about? Mm -hmm. What do you get excited about? What are you fired up about? Right. What is something that you won't compromise mm -hmm. in your core values? Like, sure, you, maybe somebody's going to offer you, you know, six-figure salary right out of school, but uh, it fully compromises who you are at the core. Are you going to take that job mm -hmm. just for the money? Well, maybe because maybe you need the money, yeah, maybe but, you need the money. but if, if something, uh, one of your core values is, um, is curiosity and you're getting paid six figures to enter in numbers into a spreadsheet eight hours a day, that's it. Yeah. Are you going to be excited? Are you going to do your best? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. So I would say, so you got to start there. You got to understand what your purpose is, what your values are. Mm -hmm. And from there, it allows you to even ask good questions when you're going through the interview process. Hey, what, you know, tell me a time when the core values of this company have come to life. Right. Yeah. That's important too. Cause sorry, again, to cut you off, but it's, I see a lot on, on, especially I think the, the new tech startups or just startups in general, like these are their values, you know, people first, family first, et cetera. Um, but when sometimes you never really ask yourselves like, when is that actually the case? Or when, when can they actually tell me like, oh yeah, our values were shown here, our values were shown there. 
So I could do the same thing. I could just type up three, six little pillars, be like, this is our values. Absolutely. Bing, bada, boom. No one's going to ask any questions because they see the website and, and that's it. And, and if you don't actually see it, if you don't actually experience it, who actually knows? So it's, it's good yeah. that you brought that up. And sorry to interrupt. It, it's, it's so fundamental. Um, I remember taking my first job and being six months into my first job out, out of school and being absolutely miserable <laughs> and realizing, oh, why did I, why did I take this job? Yeah. You know, I did some, some uh, internal work and it's like, wow, I was making really good money. Mm -hmm. I, I found another job. I took a pay cut of about 30%, wow. which was huge, yeah. you know, trying to pay rent and car payments. And uh, I was uh, about to get married and uh, it was, it was huge. Stressful to say the least. <laughs> Very stressful. But I took that pay cut and I ended up staying at that company for almost 10 years. Wow. And why? Because I had an opportunity to grow my career. Mm -hmm. I started off in a very entry level job. I leaned into my core values and within a year I was leading a team within, uh, within two years, I was a director at the company mm -hmm. and sure that doesn't necessarily happen all the time, but if you're taking a role specifically just, Oh, I'm going to make good money. This is an awesome title. Um, yeah, it might work out for you, right. but it might not work out for, for everyone. Right. So my advice is, is lean into who you are, find a job that, that gets you excited, mm -hmm. a reason to get out of bed, the money is going to come, right. it will, uh, it might not come uh, within the first year or two years, mm -hmm. but it will, it will come and you'll be able to build uh, a living. Yeah, uh, I was talking with a, a recent student, a recent grad, and uh, was listening to their salary expectations. And <laughs> I, I almost hit the floor. Yeah, I'm like, man, I, I can't afford to hire you. Yeah. And uh, um, do you think that's because of like the, well, I mean, experience could be subjective, it could be obviously recent grad, they might not have, you know, working experience or professional experience. I'm using air quotes for those who are tuning in on the on the audio format. Let's say they might do co-ops, internships, personal projects, and stuff like that. So um, I guess that's another question as well, like uh, on the salary side, because it can be very ta taboo, 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 taboo. Yeah, yeah. Ta ta Tableau, I think, is a is a platform yeah, or software. It's software, yeah. <laughs> taboo. Sorry about that. It can be very taboo to talk about, right? Or even amongst peers, right? I think that's sort of the yeah. the stigma or or whatever it might be. So, um, yeah. Do you do you think that was just because of the times? Obviously, inflation all time high, almost, and and like gas, and or is it just sort of like you know what? This is what I'm worth. I think, yeah, I, I think it's a good point. I think we can't undervalue our worth. Mm -hmm. For me, it's, you know, when I came out of school, I thought I was worth a whole lot more. <laughs> took a job. I was miserable. I, so then I took a job at about half of what I thought, or, yeah. you know, a, a significant pay cut of what I thought I was worth. And so worth aside, what is the opportunity? What do you have to gain to learn from right. that opportunity? Right. So if I offered somebody a job and, and at, you know, maybe market salary, mm -hmm. um, but it didn't meet your ex salary expectations, right? But the learning opportunity would, would catapult your career. Mm -hmm. Would you take it? And, and yeah. maybe you can't afford to take it. Right. But I think any employer potentially listening is pay your people well, 
Mm-hmm. Just remove that financial burden or financial stress. Right. You know, that's the one thing what we can do as employers is, is again, pay our people uh, a living wage. We have to do that. Yeah. Inflation is an, at an all time high, <laughs> um, you know, for, for me to offer a salary of, you know, th- a salary increase of like 3%, you're losing money every yeah. single month. So if we can take care of that and yeah, a lot of employers need, need some help on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're entering the workforce, if you're listening to this, ready to enter the workforce, got your suit you know, on already. Got your suit done. on, yeah, exactly like us, you know, in our yeah. in our in our three piece suits. Um, I, I think it's important to to weigh your option of what can I gain from this position. Mm-hmm. How can I learn to become an expert in something so my next role I will be able to you know put money away into RSPs and saving and things right. like that. And, and it may be a, a bit of a, a long journey to get there, mm-hmm. but uh, what, can you, what can you gain? What can you learn? And I think that is also important in the interview process. Um, interviews, you know, I, I've interviewed, I don't know how many hundreds of people in my career, and often I don't get a lot of questions. Yeah. Ask questions. Yeah. Get curious. <laughs> I, hey, what, what is my career growth opportunity here? What can I learn? What am I going to learn in the first 90 days? Mm-hmm. How am I going to be able to use my skill set at this organization? Where do you think I can add the, the best uh, or the most impact? Right. Um, to me, if, if you've landed an interview, that company has looked at your resume and said, okay, they've, technically they have the ability to do this job. Yeah. So now is your opportunity to, to shine. Right. Uh, people that I've hired uh, are people who ask great questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, great personality. It comes also plays into it. It's got to be, uh, I don't look for culture fit. I look for culture ad, mm-hmm. um, but people who are, are interviewing me as well as, uh, and it's not just me interviewing someone. Yeah. It's a, it's a two way street. And I think not, not a lot of people, myself included. I remember when I was first kind of, uh, applying for a lot of opportunities back in my third, fourth year, again, kind of pivoting into the marketing space as a kinesiology major. A lot of the times I was like, you know, what questions do I ask? And um, there's a good mentor of mine. And she was like, well, you just got to ask the questions that you really want to know and figure out and, and dive, as you said, a little bit deeper, peel, peel the orange or peel the onion, whatever the saying is, um, and just be able to really look into, as you said, what, what, what would I do here on a day to day basis? What's sort of like the work culture like, um, you know, as you said, the values thing, when, when has that come into play? And a lot of the times you get a little shell shocked because mm-hmm. obviously you're probably a little bit nervous going into the interview, you know, you're, you're sweating, you're fidgeting and stuff like that. I know I am, uh, <laughs> or I was, especially when I go into an interview, uh, not so much now it's remote. So I can probably be in, you know, my, my PJs or something <laughs> a little bit more comfy. Um, but it was a matter of sometimes even at the end, the employers sometimes will say like, do you have any questions for me? Or you can kind of tell when it's about to fizzle out, just chime in, just be like, Oh, Hey, actually, do you have a quick second, have some time for for a question or so, or maybe don't give them 10, but maybe, you know, solid one or two that maybe are top of mind, depending on how the conversation went, I think is really beneficial for again, for you to stand out to also see that, Hey, you know, I'm also, as you said, a little bit curious or, intrigued about the role or about the company and um you know sometimes those questions will get them thinking of like oh yeah you're right actually i'm not sure when the last time our values were shown at the company level or something like that so 
Um, I'm curious if, if we can pivot into something that you mentioned sure. uh, along kind of your answer there, that you hire for culture ad, not culture fit. Um, when you said that, it kind of got my, my head spinning <laughs> a little bit uh, or, or my brain going because we hear about culture fit a lot, right? Yeah. Um, you know, we or we employers, I should say, hire for people who, you know, have the ability to maybe learn the foundation is there, but you can develop them into, uh, into a great employee or a great asset to the team, however you might see it. Um, and it's always about, you know, adding to the culture, but, uh, or sorry, fitting into the current culture. Um, do you mind explaining to maybe some of the, the listeners as to what that difference is or, or how you kind of came up to that or envision? Yeah, I, I think. I think there's, there's, there's kind of a couple things here. Mm -hmm. One is, yeah, somebody has to fit the culture, right? If you're a culture of fast paced and you hire the slowest moving person, <laughs> uh, that's not going to work. Yeah. If you hire, if one of your values is integrity and you're hiring somebody who just will uh, plow over anybody to get their bonus, mm -hmm. um, yeah, they're, they're not going to There's some help. disconnect there. <laughs> but when I say culture add, you know, what I'm looking for is, hey, what, what, how would I describe our company culture? Mm -hmm. Where have, do we have an opportunity to, to help build that culture? Right. Like our CEO, so I, People Managing People uh, is a media company that belongs to another company called Black and White Zebra. Okay. Uh, BWZ.com. And our CEO recently said, hey, one of our values is fun and we're not having more fun. We're not having fun. We're not having we're, fun. We need to have more fun. You're serious when the CEO says we're not having fun. <laughs> we need to have more fun. So if I was, uh, if I was uh, hiring, I'd be looking. Okay, how can we add to this culture? Mm -hmm. How can we help build this culture of fun, this culture of adaptability, iterative, um, this culture of of fast paced. Um, that's what I'd be looking for, right? Is looking for people who can help uh, elevate our culture and, and take it to that next level, right? So one is, yeah, you, you've got to fit the culture. Mm -hmm. So it's not just, you know, scrap culture fit, just purely culture add. One is, yeah, you got to fit the culture. Mm -hmm. Two is, how can how can this candidate, or if I was being interviewed, how can I add to the culture, right? And if you are going into an interview with a company, take a look at their LinkedIn, look at their Instagram, look at their social, look at their uh, about us page and start thinking about how can I add to this culture mm -hmm. and use that as, uh, as an opportunity to, um, to use that as an opportunity for your answers right. in, in those interview questions, but yeah. also your questions. Hey, where do you think your culture is uh, is needing help, mm -hmm. needing support? Oh, interesting. Oh, okay, well, this is what I I believe I can add to your workplace culture. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's very important. And sometimes people often forget. Um, obviously, again, especially, and I would say, or would you say we're remote first right now? Like generally speaking, I would say <laughs> bit of a bit of a curveball. I would say we're hybrid slash remote first. Okay. So what I was going with that is that it's, it might be a little bit difficult even more now to do the culture side because of that, because of the aspect that, you know, you've got people from all over the world working different time zones, asynchronous, synchronous, whatever. Um, and sometimes the culture can be, you know, get swept under the rug at my first uh, company that I worked at. Um, it was a great culture fit, even though I was remote, but I could tell that a lot of 
the people there who are working there were there for similar reasons. Mm -hmm. As you said, we're passionate about um, creating a product for the user, for the customer, et cetera. And the culture just kind of embedded throughout, not just the, you know, our outings or our happy hours or whatever the case might mm -hmm. be, but as an opportunity to come together as a group of people, as people who love, you know, what we were doing and um, just having fun while doing it. I think yeah. that's really the most important part. And sometimes, as you mentioned, students or recent grads or whatever, forget that aspect because they get so caught up in, well, I need to get the fancy title. You know, the title needs to be on my resume and then I can let my friends know and, you know, get, get all this and stuff. And, um, you know, the generation that's entering the, the workforce now, my, I don't know if I'm considered that or not, Gen Z, um, early or late millennials and sort of that threshold there are, mm -hmm. are interested in that aspect just because that's how they were. That's how they grew up, right? Yep. With social media, with the hyper connectivity between people, between peers, colleagues, et cetera. And the need of maybe sometimes obviously, unfortunately, comparing yourself to the next person or the person on your Instagram story or on your TikTok of like, why am I not there? Why does this person, same experience, same age? Why are they, you know, the director of marketing or, or whatever the case might be marketing manager. And I'm just the marketing coordinator. Obviously you're not just that I'm using it for the sake of the example. Um, so I, maybe I guess, uh, passing it over to you with, with obviously your years of experience and your, you've seen the, I would say the workforce develop in terms of how it's gone from even pre pandemic to pandemic to now, whatever limbo awkward stage we're at now, I don't even know. We're not done with the pandemic, but mm -hmm. it's also obviously not as thankfully as it bad, was bad a couple of beginning of, of March of 2020. Where, what, what's sort of that development and that ev evolution, I guess, of the workforce and especially for the younger generation, how would they navigate that? Turn off social media. <laughs> okay. Simple. Yeah, we're going to promote this on social media. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so just follow Beneath Vancouver and people managing people. That's it. <laughs> That's, That's it. all you got to do. Nothing else. Can I, I just turn uh -huh. off everything else? You don't need it. <laughs> what we see on social media is what people want to share. Right. Do we remember that or do we often forget that? I forget that. Right. Yeah. If you're looking at a at somebody maybe you uh, graduated with or who, you know, somebody who graduated a couple of years uh, ahead of you and they're a director of marketing, to mm -hmm. your example. Yeah. Um, and they're sharing that they're having so much fun on social Happy media. Exec retreats. and <laughs> Are they having fun? Yeah. Are they living their best life? Are they living, uh, uh, yeah, are they, are they, uh, are they happy? Mm -hmm. Are they satisfied? Are they burnt out? Yeah. Man, sometimes being like, I'm the general manager at, a, at this publication. And some days, you know, I'm going to be brutally honest. I wake up and go, I, I'm tired. Yeah. I, I don't want to lead a team anymore. <laughs> um, but yet I think that's part of my core purpose is, is to ignite people. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I lean into. Um, so when we look at social media, all we're seeing is the side that uh, people want to share. Yeah. So again, uh, if you're a marketing coordinator uh, and look for a job, let me know because I, I may be hiring. <laughs> um, but I think it's that impact. What can you learn? Mm -hmm. Lean into something you're passionate about. Just because you have a fancy title doesn't mean, uh, just because somebody has a fancy title doesn't mean they know how to do the job. Right. 
you could be at a startup of five people as a director of something mm -hmm. and they're just like, uh, and you're answering emails, you're writing email templates. You are doing the coordinator's job mm -hmm. with a fancy title, right? That's where, you know, again, don't get me started on job titles, but, <laughs> but it, often we see that title and we get confused. Mm-hmm. I remember taking a job for a fancy title and thinking it was a, a senior role, but it wasn't a senior role. Right. It was answering emails. It was, uh, it was coordinating. It was a little bit of everything. Yeah. Sure. Administrative, I, as, administrative as well as sitting at that, that the exec table. So, um, titles aside, social media aside, um, I'm going to go back to, you know, lean into getting curious. Right. Um, if you, Look at someone again who is that director of marketing and you're a, a marketing coordinator and thinking, I'm just going to apply for every director of marketing job. <laughs> well, do you really want that responsibility? And maybe you do. Are you, are, are you skilled? Do you have the skills to, to do it? Maybe right. you do. Go for it. But if you don't, find a mentor. Map out where your skill gaps are and lean into that. Right. Uh, get curious take courses, find opportunities to lean in to build up that skill set. And the title is going to come, mm -hmm. it will come. And again, if that's all we're chasing is that title. Uh, sure, I, uh, you know, come work for me, I'll give you a, an exact <laughs> title. But that's not what I need at my at, at our publication. Um, what we need is, is, uh, is, you know, kind of um, that frontline support, right? And lean into that and it's going to grow. Yeah. I think those are very important things for, again, the audience to hear. And even myself, obviously, uh, still pivoting the workforce and, you know, still navigating what that means and, and everything along those lines. It's important to hear from someone as experienced as yourself, who has, again, seen it for most part, almost all of it now, or the development of how things have evolved and, and everything along those lines where, you know, you, you're, you're just getting started. I think that's really important to emphasize too. You're just getting started. You know, I think I, I talked about this in my uh, little uh, weekly YouTube series, shameless plug, catching up with Aaron. Uh, if you haven't heard of that already, make sure to check it out on my socials. Uh, the first episode is about navigating your twenties. Yeah. Um, and that's such an interesting spot in your life where different people are at different stages and heck that could probably even transition into your thirties and forties and and whatever is down the road as much as you can, because you're, you're, you're never always, I guess, for some people, obviously satisfied or, or you always want to mm -hmm. chase that next thing or get up the next, you know, ring of that or next step of that ladder or whatever of, Hey, it's a day by day thing. Like you got to really understand who, again, you mm -hmm. said core values, who you are as a person, what you can't sacrifice if you're passionate, if you're curious, whatever the case might be, really understanding that. And I think that's, I think one of the core messages from today's conversation that, you know, it's, it's a, it's, it's a game of time, you know, and you're not going to get it right away. Yeah. It's a game of time. And, and it triggered, triggered me to remember, uh, some, some of the worst advice I ever received about career. <laughs> Let's hear it. And I was working at a, a rather large company. I was just fully focused on climbing the that corporate ladder. Mm -hmm. And I had an opportunity to take on a pretty significant role within the organization. It would have been a fancy title and, uh, and big pay. But one of the caveats was I would be on the road about three weeks out of a month. Mm -hmm. 
And at that time, uh, my son was, was quite little and my daughter was just born. And the advice I got was, hey, if you want to excel here in your career, we all had to sacrifice family for our career. Uh, about Yikes. a month later, I handed in my resignation yeah. letter because I knew that uh, that would compromise me at the core. Yeah, the values of, of Tim. Of my core values yeah. is faith, family, authenticity, curiosity, and fun. Yeah. Uh, it, I tried to convince myself, I tried to convince my wife that this would be a good opportunity. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I would have an opportunity to travel all throughout Europe and Asia. And, um, but at what cost? Yeah. I had already sacrificed a lot for, for family. And my, I found out my, uh, we were having my son when I was in Germany. Ooh. My daughter uh, took her first steps when I was in Japan. Right. Uh, that sucked. Yeah. That was hard. It's even a once in a lifetime thing. Even recently, like my son had his first track meet and uh, I, I was already booked up. I couldn't move things around. And uh, to me, that's important. Mm -hmm might not be important to you. Um, maybe you don't even have a family, yeah. not even thinking about a family. <laughs> but what's important in that is, um, is a couple things. One, seek advice from people that you trust. Mm -hmm. uh, two, uh, find a mentor who can guide you and coach you and, and lead you and tell you honestly where your gaps are. Mm -hmm. Three, lean into those skill gaps or those interpersonal gaps. And uh, four is have fun. Like just have, have fun in what you're doing. If you're going to work every single day and are miserable, <laughs> man, that sucks. Yeah. It, it's, it sucks. And, and there's periods in life where, yeah, you have to do it. Um, but if you lean into those four things, uh, I, I believe, um, doors are going to open. I love it. I love it, Tim. I really do. Uh, and I think that's a really good segue kind of unfortunately ne nearing the end of our episode now, but uh, it wouldn't be a beneath Vancouver radio episode without the, the infamous question or famous question, depending <laughs> on how you want to see it of uh, what piece of advice would you give to your younger self? I know you touched upon it right now, just with those four things that you, that you emphasize outside of that, any, any other quick little tidbit that you want to finish off with? Yeah, I, I was reflecting on this just uh, before the episode and my younger self, I was, I was way too serious. I was just focused on making money mm -hmm. um, because I needed to buy a house. And I, I grew up in a small town in the middle of nowhere, BC, where, you know, you could buy a house for under a hundred thousand dollars. So uh, not possible anymore, but yeah, that's what I was focused on. At this point. <laughs> I know. And, and um, if I look back, I would say, uh, I would have just leaned into those four things. Uh, I wish I had uh, taken a, a few more risks. Uh, I wish I had traveled, which mm -hmm. I didn't do. Um, and, uh, and I, yeah, I wish I just didn't take life so seriously. Mm. That's important. Enjoy it. Enjoy the small things. Enjoy the time you have, like loved ones, friends, yeah. family. It's, Sometimes that's... You know, to really reflect on, especially in this go, go, go environment that we live in now. Yeah, it's uh, it's maybe not uh, a positive thing to end on, but no, we, we all we we don't know when the end is. Yeah. Um, so let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. And, and hopefully that fun is also at your workplace. Uh. <laughs> it's got it. It's got to be. And, and but remember, every day is not going to be fun. Yeah. There's going to be days that are just terrible that yeah. suck. 
there's tasks, even in my job that I just don't like to do, but yeah. got to get done because it's for a, a bigger purpose and a bigger mission. So, yeah, I like it, Tim. I really do. Um, you, this is your little segment of any shout outs or where people can find you. How can people listen to your podcast? This is your your time to shine, my friend. Go for it. Sure. Let, let people know. I love it. Thanks for that. Uh, hit me up on LinkedIn. It's Tim Reitzma, R-E-I-T-S-M-A. And check us out at peoplemanagingpeople.com. Uh, right there on the site, you can find us on the podcast. If you are leading people, wanting to lead people, um, figuring out what this workplace, what this work world is like, uh, we will be able to provide you with so much insight and information and how we can build a better world to work. So check us out there. And we're always looking for writers and contributors. So if you have an idea that you want to share with the world, let me know. I'm always looking for interesting podcast guests as well. And, uh, and so hit me up. Love it. Thank you so much, Tim. I really do appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Thank you to all of our listeners as well. I also want to give a, a special shout out on my end to Nitai, if you're listening or tuning in for making the connection, for connecting Tim and I. Uh, wonderful guest on the podcast. Couldn't think of anyone else to have for the little refresh or revamp of uh, many more in-person episodes to come. So once again, my name is Aaron from Beneath Vancouver Radio. Thank you, Tim, for having me on. This was episode, or thank you, Tim, for coming on. <laughs> um, this was episode I'm still still a little rusty right getting the the the, the rust out of that but um, episode number 68 of beneath Vancouver radio will be uh, back with more consistent content uh, hopefully as well you enjoyed the little setup uh, let us know uh, if you liked it any tweaks or any changes that need to be made um, as well the video format if you're watching this on YouTube you're no longer having to see uh, a zoom interface anymore you're seeing real real people which is in really 3D. nice in 3d it. right yeah. so uh once again tim thank you so much make sure to follow him on all of his channels that he shouted out check out his podcast following him on linkedin and um, you know where to find me so i won't do that but other than that have a good rest of your day take care everyone bye-bye